to Triumphant Victorious Reminders with Teresa Ann. I am so excited that you're joining me because on today's episode, I get to have a guest by the name of Joy Jackson. And Joy was actually a contributing writer to the Daughters of the King anthology. You can find her devotional on page 59 of this book, and it's titled Grace Through Chaos. But on part one of today's episode, Joy gets to candidly share about how she has been able to see by faith God in the midst of the difficult and the hard. She's saying, take notice of God. And so on these episodes with Triumphant Victorious Reminders, it is not just to remind you to live a triumphant victorious life, but it's also to remind myself and even you that we get to live this triumphant victorious life in Christ. And so it's in him that we get to experience his power through our lives, that it's not about our power, how good we did, but it's literally about us receiving from him so that we can freely give from him. Thank you so much for joining me for part two of my interview with Joy Jackson. Previously on part one. Yep. Might have my people call your people. That's right. <laughs> we can make this yeah. happen. That's, We're good at that. It's yes. the power of community. With our personal walk with Jesus, he really wants us to sit and receive and be like that, that, that expectant bride of waiting. And that's so um, just opposed to the world's approach of going and getting it and being everything. And and this is, you know, this is the other thing for me too, right? Is, um, I think in, in everything I've been through, you know, over the last. And now for part two. In everything I've been through, you know, over the last six years, it is, you know, never in my life growing up did I ever expect anything to come easily to me, right? I'm the second oldest of eight. We were homeschooled. Wow. Never immunized. Home birthed. My father delivered all of the babies. Oh my gosh. Yeah. My mother is, is amazing. So it was a very different environment. Yeah. Stripped down. We studied Latin. We studied all of these crazy things. Mm. But it was, we were so different. The world didn't like us. Mm. And we were okay with that. Yeah. Because see, we had our own ecosystem. Mm. Eight is a yeah. solid tribe. Yeah, You're is. good. You've got your people. It's like, that's all right. So... I never expected the world to be easy. I always knew. I mean, we came into church. We took up the entire pew, you know? I love that. (laughs) Screaming babies. You know, there's always someone nursing and toddling. And and we were just so, so different, you know? And it was just painful. But, so I never expected life to be easy. But over the last six years, I mean, it can be very difficult when you... You know you've done everything right by by mm. even by what the word says. Well, if you you do this and you're a faithful wife and you are a dedicated mother and you're a Christian, and then still, the free will of others that's honored and and it's it can be really hard to see God's grace in your life when the things that are precious to you that you felt were God's promise to you wow are affected by other people's free will. That's where you really have to dig in, wow. you know, to your yeah. faith. Yeah, with who he is. Where mm. is he taking this? The hardest thing for me over the last six years has been giving up, you know, kind of my um, my heart, you know, in terms of would I have a, a man of God in my life ever? Would I ever be a wife again, mm. right? 
Because I was married for 17 years. Yeah. We did for three, so we were together for 20 years. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So can you kind of share yeah. that part of your story of, I mean, obviously what others would probably consider dreams that were crushed? Mm. Um, what I felt was dreams were crushed. I mean, it was so unexpected. I did everything that I felt was right. Mm. You know, and when we came upon challenges, applied myself to fixing, well, humbling myself. Yeah. Hired a private Christian, you know, wife's coach, did all of the coursework. Mm. And um, yet things kind of continued to, to unravel in a very humiliating and painful way that I couldn't, I couldn't uh, tourniquet that for him, mm. right? And so it was everywhere. It was just all over my life. And so that was really difficult because, you know, I I think it's taken me a really long time, like probably just this year, right? And this is what, like year six, six and a half? Mm. Already? Of, yeah. Wow. Of everything kind of starting and the whole, you know, everything mm. kind of. But that's because, so it took me to this point to get to that point of actually really understanding and really really believing that that God had something else for me and something better for me and that's a really hard thing to look at because that was a blessed union it was a marriage mm. it was under God under the umbrella of Christ we had children together we went wow. to church to wow. Christian school and whatever we could do to kind of insulate um you did everything right. I felt that I did everything right. Yeah. I and I and I technically I did in, in the world's view, but the thing that God has recently really showed to me, mm. and this is this is hard because a lot of us go getting Christian women do this, right? Mm. So technically it was a blessed mm. union, but the, the truth of the matter was that I was the one that really pushed mm. around that relationship going into a marriage state. Okay. Okay, right, gotcha. because because I was like, well, this is you know this this is the man, and it just everything seemed right and everything seemed good, and I Oof, just was so good in a place where I felt okay, you know, this is my life is going to move forward. I, I know what I want, you know, and so I was the one that really kind of pushed from different perspectives. Absolutely, he proposed, right, right, but I was the one that was really creating the the. Um, this setting up setting the stage and the conditions mm. for that to happen wow i mean even even you might even call it ultimatums in a sense right it was like this is what i'm ready for and i'm not wanting to be single anymore i'm not wanting wow. to date i know what i want right and so the interesting thing is is you know when you get back to the bible what he asks us to do is to wait and what does it say mm. he that findeth a wife wow. so the man is then instructed by god and the holy spirit to seek a wife Come and on. he finds her. She's not out there, you know, on on the Come hunt, on. right? She's not in the bushes with her rifle <laughs> because he would never find her this way. She's in the field, <laughs> which makes sense I since your husband's you. a hunter. I yes, yes, <laughs> right. I love you. If, if he's in the bushes with his scope, and so am I. <laughs> how's this gonna work? Oh, right? So good. And that's what we do. Oh, it's such a now word. We put on our camo. We get yeah. out there, we're in the bushes, we're like, all right, we're going to get us a man. Like, oh, look, there's a Christian man. You get that scope, you know? Yes. But, but it says, he that findeth a wife findeth that which is good. So mm. you'd have to be in a position of surrender. Come on. To be found, right? And, and then, and therefore, is, is there, finds a good thing, whatever the translation is, and is blessed. Wow. 
now and finds va- favor Guys, from God. So good. So when we go out there and try to you know find this man and hunt him down and put ourselves on, you know these. I think it's okay to be on dating sites. I think that if you feel like God is saying, right, be, be you're fair. not saying go yeah. in the field. You know, put your flowers in the you know whatever, yes. right? Do that, but and that's okay, right? Yeah. Um, but but it's it's the waiting for the right one, and because the thing is, is you know, I I know that I that's what I did, you know, there, and I really created. Okay, this is what I could do in my human mind. I created a twenty year relationship mm. that was a seventeen year marriage that had two kids that mm. ended in um, a very very painful, unexpected, hideous divorce. So that's kind of how things go when you try to do things yourself. Mm. You can get it to a certain point. Wow. But if the Holy Spirit wasn't in it to begin with, Mm. the bottom's going to fall out. Come on. You know, the bottom's going to fall out. And so that's what I found is, is, and yeah, and that was so traumatic for me because everything was perfect and everything was right. And, but at the, at the core of it, we weren't really equally yoked. He Mm. wasn't really truly choosing to be a leader in Christ. He was going along with it to please me. Wow. Okay. And so then at the end of the day, that fell apart. So I, but I still felt a lot of resentment and mistrust for God when that all happened. Cause I was like, God, what happened? I did everything right. Mm. And I wasn't going to turn that part of my life back over to him. I was like, you know what? You can have the finances. Wow. You can have the kids. You can have the career, but this, mm. I'm going to keep this over here because I don't like how you messed it up last time. Oh. I don't like how you did me last time. Mm. You know, cause it's, it's really easy to think that we're entitled to God's favor and blessings, Come on. even when we construct it our way, right? We're ti- we're entitled. Oh, look, I did it by what the Bible said. Yeah, but you actually, you did it. That's the problem. You're supposed to let God do it for mm-hmm. you, right? That's really hard, and it's hard. It's hard for women in today's world. But now, you know, over the last six six years, I mean, it's been really just a few years of my being open to the idea of of dating again, right? Yeah. Um, but I'll tell you. And the rest will be continued on tomorrow's episode with my special guest, Joy Jackson.